0: ...prepared to accept them at face value. Bailey caught her toe on the edge of the top step and stumbled, almost falling flat on her face. Fortunately, she regained her balance at the last second, because in the midst of her gyrations, the door flew open, and a man she recognized all too well stood framed in the doorway. Gil Addison... Even as she acknowledged the jolt to her chest, she was taken aback by the presence of a second male. The man for whom she felt an unwelcome but visceral attraction was not alone. He held the hand of a small boy, most likely, according to Gill's dossier, his son. Even without written verification, she could have guessed the relationship. The young one was practically a carbon copy of his older counterpart. The child broke free of his father's hold and stepped forward to beam at Bailey. "'Welcome to the straight arrow,' he said, holding out his hand with poignant maturity. His gap-toothed smile was infectious. "'I'm Cade!' Bailey squatted, holding out her hand as well, feeling the warmth of the small palm as it nestled briefly in hers. "'Hello, Cade,' she said. "'I'm Bailey.' Miss Collins,' Gill corrected with a slight frown. "'I'm trying to teach him manners.' "'It's not bad manners to use my first name if I offer the privilege,' "'Bailey said evenly, rising to face the man who had already given her sleepless nights. "'Cade looked back and forth between the two adults. "'The thinly veiled antagonism between them was unfortunate,' because Cade seemed first confused, and then unhappy. The boy's chin wobbled. I wanted my dad to like you, he whispered, staring up at Bailey with huge blue eyes that must have come from his mother. Bailey's heart melted. Your dad and I like each other just fine, she told Cade, daring Gil to disagree. Sometimes grown-ups get frustrated about things, but that doesn't mean we're angry. Even as an adult of 33, she remembered vague impressions of her parents arguing, yelling, saying wretched, bitter words that couldn't be unheard. Bailey knew what it was like to be a child with no power to shape the course of events. It was because she did understand Cade's dismay, that she summoned an almost genuine smile and aimed it in Gill's direction. "'Thank you for seeing me today. "'If we can sit down for a few moments, "'I promise not to take up too much of your time.' "'With Cade standing squarely in between them, "'there was nothing for Gil to do but agree. "'He ruffled his son's hair. "'Love for his child and wry capitulation in his gaze as he spoke.' "'Why don't you join us in the kitchen, Miss Collins? "'Kate and I usually have lemonade and a snack right about now.' "'You may as well call me Bailey, too,' she muttered, "'not sure if he heard her or not.' "'She followed the two of them back through the house "'to the historic but updated kitchen. Gil had taken over the property from his parents "'when they retired and settled in Austin.' the senior Addisons had inherited the straight arrow from Gill's grandparents. The ranch, whose name ironically described its owner to a T, was an enormous operation. Four years ago, when Gill's wife committed suicide, Gill had hired an army of extra ranch hands and housekeepers, so he could be the primary caregiver for his toddler's son. Bailey knew the facts of the situation, because she had investigated the man and admired him for his devotion. But that didn't make her any more forgiving of the way he had stonewalled her in their earlier interviews. Even though her file on Gil Addison was thorough and extensive, she was no closer to understanding the man himself. Cade pulled out a chair for Bailey, sealing the deal. The kid was irresistible. Clearly, Gil was not kidding when he mentioned teaching manners. Something about witnessing the boy's interaction with.